never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolb. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is Monday, July 29th. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. So the 31st is Wednesday. Wednesday is the Fed day. The when the Fed's going to blah, 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 lower rates. It really shouldn't mean anything. Lowering rates a quarter point should not change anything due to the fact that the market rates are below it. But the market, the big money, has its way of uh, going to a default setting. Of every time the Fed pivots, the market goes up. Every time the market goes up. I have absolutely no clue what the market will do this time. But the cliche, kick the can down the road, continues. Kicking the can down the road continues. Anyway, hope you had a good weekend. If you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archived. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary. Articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com right there. Press the button one month free. Check it out. All at GaryK.com. I I don't even know where to start. As you know, uh, we talk markets here, what, about 80, 90% of the time? It used to be 100. But there's so much interference now. You know what we're dealing with now? You know what the whole day was about today? The media calling the president a racist. 24-7. You know, if we landed a man on the moon today, the media would not cover it. They'd just be calling Trump a racist the whole day. All day. All day. Let me tell you about the sharks and the jets, ladies and gentlemen. That's from West Side Story. Anyway, for the last, I can't begin to tell you how many years. Oh, let me give you the best example. For eight years, the media and the left was saying George Bush was a racist, a dumb arse. Dick Cheney was running the presidency. You name it, they said it about George Bush. They ripped him to shreds. When John McCain ran for the presidency, he wasn't a hero back then. He was ill-tempered. Not sure if he was mentally okay due to the fact he was in captivity for so many years. It wasn't a hero being in captivity. Not sure if he was in, the, if he was in his right mind. They said he was a hothead. The New York Times wrote a little expose two weeks before the election that maybe he was having an affair. Which nothing ever. And George Bush and John McCain never said a freaking word. Never said a word. They sat there and took it all. Mitt Romney, remember him? Oh, he could not he could not feel what the poor and the middle class were going through because he was too rich. But yeah, when John Kerry ran for the presidency, it didn't matter. By the way, go look up where John Kerry got all his money from. Uh, Mitt Romney was called a racist too. Ripped to shreds by the media and the left. And Mitt Romney never said a word. Ronald Reagan, they said he had dementia and Alzheimer's throughout his whole presidency. Called him every name in the book, racist, hate blacks. Uh, didn't care about people with AIDS. Every name in the book. 
Oh, and by the way, all of those people hated minorities. But none of them said a word. So finally we get somebody that says a word. And basically what Trump is saying to all, all of them, and by the way, we're not taking a side here, we're just making a, a statement. Trump is saying to all of them, go screw yourself. Go screw yourself. Call me a racist, go screw yourself. Call me a thief, go screw yourself. You think I want to have sex with my daughter? Uh, by the way, they've been saying that. Go screw yourself. You think I screwed up the border? Go screw yourself. It was everybody before me. Go screw yourself. And of course, he doesn't use those words. He attacks. He attacks back. And he hits them right in the spot. So the list, you have somebody called Elijah Cummings. Um, another failed politician. Gary, what? What? Are you a racist too? No, everybody. You know I hit them all. I hate every one of them. I don't care whether they're black, white, green, blue, orange, yellow. I don't care about whether they're men or women. Does not. I don't care the, their height, uh, their weight. Doesn't matter to me. They're all miserable failures. And how do we know Elijah Cummings is a miserable failure? Well, he's been in office since our debt was basically zero and is now $22 trillion of debt. That means he had a vote on every one of those spending proposals. He's a miserable failure. Every one of them. Been in office since uh, 96. And he was in the Maryland House of Delegates since 83. So he's been in politics for uh, 36 years. I don't know him personally. I couldn't care less. The only thing I care about, he's one of the people that votes on this country. Well, he got out there and was ripping uh, Trump in the ice and all those people about the border, about kids not getting this or getting that in cages and all that. And Yeah, we should not have that, but there's no talk that they're Obama's cages, and they were, and Obama caged kids, and he did. Oh, but you know what they say about Obama, but he didn't mean to. See, when you have the evidence on somebody like Obama, oh, but he didn't mean to. But Trump, oh, you're a racist. You hate minorities. So Trump fights back and rips them. On his city, Baltimore, that has some issues. And I must tell you, I've only been to Baltimore once, so I couldn't tell you left or right how bad it is there. But uh, there's video, there's pictures, there's um, testimony from the mayor of Baltimore from two years ago saying we're rat infested. So Trump says they're rat infested, but all of a sudden, he's the bad guy. He's a racist. And the media today has been 24-7 Trump's a racist. And I mean 24-7, except for the shooting in California who they blame the NRA for, not, not the person who did the shooting. But I digress. But here's the problem. While all this yapping is going on, while all this back and forth is going on, while one side screams at the other, the other side screams back, today another $3 billion was added to our debt, and today the first, uh, another $1.5 billion of our tax dollars went towards interest as we head towards bankruptcy of this country. Bankruptcy of this country? No way. I was listening to the economists, and the economists say we're fine, that the dollar is the, the store of uh, currency around the world. But Yeah, good. Go look at history. Go look at the eventuality. So the game of three-card money continues. Three-card money. Here, look at this little thing on the left while I move it on the right. So the scam continues, the con continues. While they are arguing over things that are less important since they're not taking care of the important. I have to talk to you about the real important. They're killing us. They're killing the future. Both parties. And we'll be dead. It'll be on your kids' heads and their kids' heads. And the culprits will be dead and there'll be nobody to blame. Up next on The Edge. Well, what does that have to do with anything? I'll have that in the market graphic much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only best Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. So why does it matter? Why does this continued debt buildup matter? Why? Because on Wednesday, the central bank's going to lower rates. Why do you think they're lowering rates? And the next thing, why do you think central banks around the globe keep lowering rates? Why do you think they have negative rates in Europe and Japan, heading that way in China? Many other areas lowering rates. Why do you think that's going on? It's because there's $250 trillion of debt. Do you think that can be serviced? What happens if the world economy goes into recession? You know what one GDP point will do to uh, money coming into the Treasury? And you know what that's going to mean for the deficits? And then you know what they're going to do? They're going to tax the living crap out of you in order to pay for their, for their, not mistakes, crimes. That's why. Remember, Economics 101 is pretty simple. The more debt there is, the more the lender has to pay the more the lender has to get paid, the lender has to pay to the borrower. I'll get it right. The borrower has to pay to the lender. I swear I didn't drink anything. But yet interest rates keep going down as the debt goes up. Oh, that's right. The central banks keep doing their thing. So draw a line from seven to one on a watch. Do it three or four times. That's your debt. That's your deficits. That's your printing of money. And that's how much easy money there is. And that's your asset prices. All in unison, all in sync. But what happens when one fails? All fail. And I don't know what inning we're in, but I know we're in the late innings. And I know it's getting worse. Because there are no more Republicans to hold up the mantle. It's sickening. And it's being drowned out. Racist, 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 racist. And you know what the problem with calling, using the word racist 400 times a day? It dilutes the real racist. It dilutes it. And remember the other motto here. As long as the market's going up or stays up, everything's fine. Because that's true. But what happened in 07? The market started reflecting their moronic, imbecilic stupidity. And everything came down at once. Why? Because there was that one-sided big leverage trade. Well, guess what you have now? The one-sided big leveraged trade. That's all I'm saying. Again, I haven't used these words late innings. We can go much higher first. And we'll stay in tune with the market more than anything. Late innings. Market wrap brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. And as you know, it's Monday, so that means we are pre- we are pre-taping the show in the final hour. It's 3.47 p.m. Dow is up 48, but the NASDAQ is down 34. But it was worse. NASDAQ was down 70. S&P down 4. NASDAQ 124. Small caps, mid caps again. Transports, eh, down a little bit. Advanced declines, 12.18 on the NASDAQ, 17.19 on the New York. Strength, gold, have another decent day. In the Dow, Apple's up 2.40. I don't see any news, except they report next week. Caterpillar, stick, Disney, almost two. They're selling a lot on their movies. Home Depot, one, Johnson & Johnson, two and a half. Merck, one, 
3M almost three. Procter and Gamble one on the downside. On United Health one on the downside. Pfizer, Travelers, Goldman Sachs each down one, and Boeing down another five. Remember what we told you about Boeing. We'll say it again. We don't like uncertainty, and we've been saying it for weeks. Uh, Boeing stock just went from 382 to 340 in the last uh, six days. It's like 280 down points, 270. And in that area, that does not want to break uh, the support that it held in May, early June. And again, we, we outlined for you risks. And we didn't tell you to sell a buy. We just said we would hold off any new buying unless you're doing like some trading and maybe you got lucky. Because it rallied from 330 to 380, and but back down to 347, back up to 380, but now 340 again. Next move beats the heck out of me, I don't know. What I do know is they got some serious issues, and a lot of airplanes cannot be flown around the globe, and it's affecting those airline companies, and there's definitely a worry about trust and longevity, how long this is going to take, how much it's going to cost. I know Boeing took out $5 billion and said, all right, we got $5 billion we took out. That doesn't mean it's going to be $5 billion. What if it's $8 billion? You know, it could be more than that. So we'd be careful on it. Uh, Chipotle got an up, uh, not an upgrade, but a target raise today from like 700 to 1,000. So Chipotle's up at 28 today. Had a good reaction to earnings three days ago. Goldman Sachs did the upgrading. But one thing did happen today. Oh, let me mention this. Beyond Meat reports after the close. And let me just repeat something to you. Just of note. Beyond Meat right now has a market cap about what ConAgra has. Let me repeat that. Beyond Meat has a market cap of about ConAgra. Beyond Meat has a trailing 12 months of 110 million in sales and lost 30 million. ConAgra did a 10 billion in sales and made a billion. Let me repeat, same market cap, 10 billion in sales versus 110 million. A billion in profits versus 30 million in losses. Oh yeah, ConAgra owns uh, Slim Jim, Duncan Hines, Hunt, Ready Whip, Bird's Eye, Oliver, Wedenbacher, Pam, Fleischmann's, Peter Pan, Jiffy Pop, Swiss Miss, and a bunch of others. You know what Beyond Meat owns? Beyond Meat. Up next, more on the market. Something else happened today. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor today. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Come on. And we'll look again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. So why do I mention Beyond Meat to you? Because there is a certain rule in the markets. It's a simple rule. Always, 100% of the time, always, 100% of the time, eventually, the word is eventually, the valuation is going to matter. That's all. Always, eventually, the valuation is going to matter. Eventually, things will go back to the norm. And you just can't have a company that has a market cap equal to ConAgra, a ConAgra has $10 billion in sales with a billion in profits, and you have $100 million in sales with a $30 million loss. That said, they're going to do $200 million this year, so it's going to be big sales growth, and maybe they'll make money. It's still a joke. And eventually, they'll be hecked to pay. That's all. That's all. So when we see these things, we're not going to tell you what to do. In fact, we told you that uh, well, that it was you know buyable if you had the grapefruits at around uh, the 150, just on a technical basis. But eventually, ultimately, 
valuation will matter. I don't know if it's today or not. Maybe the stock's up 50 bucks on their earnings. I don't know. I don't pretend to know. So, hope you're listening and just know where things have come from. And the same goes for biotechs with no sales and stuff like that. And anything we see that sticks out like a sore thumb. I saw another little biotech today down like 45% on the day. The placebo did uh, better than the drug in trial, something like that effect. You know? 45% overnight. So we're careful. We're very careful. Oh, symbol LXRX. LXRX. Down 73%. I was off. Biotech. So we'll keep raising the alarm bells when we think we should raise them. And as always, you get to decide. Other things today. So it was put out by somebody that all these software stocks have ridiculous valuations. They do. So guess what they did today? They smacked the living schmitherines out of all the, uh, those, those names. MDB down 13. Break of the 50-day. Viva, V-E-E-V, down 9. Twilio down 8. Shopify, 17. Trade Desk, 19. COUP, 6. CRWD, 6. Team, 7. That's just a few. Now, the good news is a bunch have recovered. Some. Some were down 12. They're only down 8 right now. But still down 8. I'll know more after the close. Amazon. Uh, down 30 as I speak. It hit the 50-day today. Bounced a little bit. Just letting you know on Amazon, the 50-day is right around 1900. It's 1913 down 30. Facebook didn't have a real good reaction to earnings. It reversed down on its earnings, down another 4 bucks today almost. Same with PayPal. So those are two names that you watch. PayPal is sliced through the 50-day moving average. That's not good news for it. For now. That can change. So very rough day for uh, Growthland. Financials were green early, now red. Yeah, not thrilled. Oils remain in the bear market. Hope you've been listening. We've been telling you about the oils bearish for a year. And sometimes it's what not to be in, then what to be in. Commodities are starting to get a little icky too. And they're not even in real good shape as it is. So kind of, sort of, you got that splittish type tape. And we'll continue to outline for you where and what. And yes, there's a bunch more earnings to report. But we do get to uh, deal with the fake meat, I believe, after the close today. Are you thrilled? By the way, I have not tried it yet. I will try it in the next week. I'll let you know. The market is about to close as we are taking you into the close. And any second we'll have the close for you. By the way, can I inject that the Mets are only like five games behind the wild card? Even though they're kind of like next to last in the, in the uh, National League. That's how close things are. Maybe, just maybe. Why did I even say that? You know, I just jinxed the hell out of my team. All right, closing numbers. Dow up 26. By the way, the Dow was up like 90. 
Uh, the S&P uh, down five. NASDAQ 36, NASDAQ 127. SOX up four. Semiconductors, Teflon-ish. Good day for Teradyne and uh, Texas Instruments. Uh, advanced declines, bleh. Up down volume, bleh. NASDAQ had worse advanced declines. Bond market yields came down. That's your uh, generalization of the day. Thrilled yet? And as I mentioned, gold had another good day. But the price, the gold stocks are much better than gold. If you look at the GDX versus the GLD, the GDX is much stronger, and that's actually good news. So far. Uh, I do want to mention the UK, the FTSE London index is breaking out here, and I think that's because they got a new guy in, and maybe he's going to do something about Brexit, I don't know. Brexit has been going on for three years now, quite laughable. Quite the laughable. It's kind of like our uh, dealing with uh, uh, China, with the China trade deal. And there is your market wrap at the close. Are you thrilled yet? So when you have a chance, go, go to ConAgra's website and look at what they own. And hopefully Beyond Meat uh, reports before we uh, end this uh, show, which will be about 4.15. And then compare it. And you tell me. Again, life is pretty simplistic. Uh, Beyond Meat preliminary, uh, 24 cent loss, estimates for an 8 cent loss, but they did revenues of 67 million, better than the 52 million that it expected. Revenues for the year, uh, expected, they're going to do 240 expectations with 224. So on the revenue front, better than expected. But we knew that already. They keep signing deal after deal after deal. But they had a bigger loss than expected. And we'll give you the uh, aftermarket report. I'm not looking yet. I'm going to wait till the next segment to predict for you what the aftermarket's doing on that numbers, which, of course, will change. Up next, a little this, that, and the other thing. And i got some other news here, some other stuff. This is the one only investors edge. Two. What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! With Gary Coppa. And we're going to get to the Edge. Uh, okay, the guess on Beyond Meat, I'm going to say... All right, they beat on sales, which I expected, but much worse on earnings. But the market doesn't care about earnings right now. Uh, even though the stock closed at 222 and probably the stock should be trading at 40 bucks, I'll say the stock's up eight bucks. Okay, I'm looking. Stock is down a buck. Okay, but that's going to change. Wow, stock isn't even moving. Quite interesting, but it's early. Uh, so the sales are going to be 240 billion a million this year, which is fine. 240 million in sales on the Beyond Meat, with a uh, 13 billion dollar market cap. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, 55 times sales times sales. Anyhow, anywho, anyway. Uh, other news besides the crap that's going on. Uh, in the news, in case you don't know, uh, the minivan has been a staple of suburban living for decades, but now consumer demand is fading, and it's a casualty of the uh, sport utility vehicle boom and automakers' inability to shake the soccer mom image. So you probably get some real good deals on minivans right now. I'm sure they're plentiful on the lot. I don't like minivans. I, I just don't like the look of them, the feel of them. I've always been in that. I've had SUVs forever. 
and now I have the smaller SUV. When my kids were young, we had the, uh, what was it, the uh, Ford Expedition. It's like a big bus. This one I'm interested in. Investors favor fewer stocks leading to crowded trades. Just remember that. You know when we talk to you about narrow markets? Narrow markets mean money chases just a few areas that work and keep working and work better than everything else and leave everything else for dead until they're done and everything else for dead stays dead and that's where you get your corrections from. So we'll be watching. It's a good article. It's something we teach and talk about all the time. There's a reason why we scan 1,500 stocks and 200 sectors every day to get a feel for how much and, and what is. By the way, uh, Beyond Meat's now down 7 so my little stupid prediction of the aftermarket was way off. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? <sighs> Boeing. So as you know, we've been telling you about Boeing, and we've been simply telling you. We, if you're looking for new purchases, only to trade. You know, if you're thinking of catching, you've had shots. You've had good 20, 25-point moves to the upside and to the downside. But when all is said and done... Uh, the stock now is right at the low it's been, just about getting towards the low uh, since uh, the little the tragedy. Uh, Boeing high of 446 is now 340 and is down about uh, 42 points since last week and on its earnings rev- pretty much reversed and headed down. If it breaks this 330, 335 area, it'll probably head down to 300. And I want to make clear that you know, and if you're not reading European airlines are taking hits. Some airlines here, like Southwest, taking hits. They've had to cancel tons of flights. I forgot who I was reading earlier. is huge on uh, Ryanair. It's going to take a 2019 hit on profits. Uh, it's halved its uh, summer passenger growth, forecast only 3% because those max jets. Fly Dubai. The largest max customer with 251 orders and 14 already in its fleet has canceled 70% of its flying schedule. And then there's the lawsuits. So again, we'll just repeat. We just avoid any new dollar commitments unless you just uh, on an investable basis. Unless you look, I don't know if it's tradable. Just went down 42 bucks. Maybe it rallies 10 bucks. The major trend is down. If things change, we'll let you know. I just don't think they're going to change overnight. And the CEO still there. And may I say, this is a debacle. And it's not, I don't think it's getting enough, enough what I would call nasty press. Boeing's kind of lucky. That means they've been very good with their relationships with the media and government because, you know, companies that don't keep good relationships, remember what happened with tobacco companies? And I want to own Boeing, but not now. And I'm willing to pay up when there's some certainty, then try to take a shot when there isn't, and be down 10% on my money before it turns, or more. Rest of the week, as we mentioned, Apple. That's right, Apple's this week, my bad. Tuesday, uh, tomorrow after the close, they sandbag, looking for 210 versus 234. How much you want to make a bet they beat 210? Uh, Shopify, which got hit by $17 today, reports tomorrow. MasterCard, Merck, a bunch of others. Stay tuned, we'll have it. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple. Make sure you hug your children. Night, night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander.
Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.